Welcome back to Weekly Dish on my talk 1071. It's the pre-feast Thanksgiving show. We're so excited that and you're here. And every time we say it, you we're going to, to sound like Oprah. You have to have an announcing of it. So I'm Steph March. This is Steph Hansen. And we are so excited to be talking all things feast with you today. Um, we do have someone hanging on. We have Pamela, who is hanging on from the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. Pamela, what's going on? Oh, hi, gals. I love your show. Okay, one thing I do to get the grandkids involved is make your own apple pies. Oh, cute. That's cute. How do you do it? Yeah. Okay, so I make the, I pre-bake, or I pre-make the apple filling uh, from Jordan Winery. I found a really great recipe. Oh, yeah. And then you can just put it in the refrigerator, and then I found a really good pie crust that comes in like a sheet between wax paper. Oh, cute. And then I clear off the table, and then I get, like, these custard cups or ramekins, and then they just cut around there to make the pie crust. We just do a a single, you know, just the crust on top, and they fill up the ramekins with the the filling, cut out their own pie crust lid, and decorate it with sugar and butter or egg wash. And um, then they usually put in their initials so we can tell which is... Whose pies are whose. Yeah, and they absolutely love it. So I might do blueberry or might put a little touch of peach if I can find any peaches out there. Probably can't. (laughs) In a can, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but they absolutely love it, and I like to get them involved. They're pretty young, below, you know, under 10 years old. Yeah, that's so fun. Oh, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the tip. Fun job. You're welcome. Um, okay, we also had a question from before about from Sarah, who could not stand. She said, where to buy a Viennese soccer tort? Tort. And soccer tort is C- as S-A-C-H-E-R, the soccer tort, if you will. And um, I think that I'm pretty sure that Willette sells them. Mm-hmm. You know, they've always kind of had that traditional soccer tort. Um, and I think that they're usually one of the, cause it's, it's kind of an old recipe. It's an old world recipe Yep. and it's, you know, so Viennese. I think, yeah, I think you should just go with, uh, with, I think, well, that's, I think that's got the best one. Uh, I like, uh, also to call patisserie 46 cause See if they've got it. holiday season, they have all this kind of stuff yeah, and, and they're so wonderful. delicious. They are super wonderful. All right, gang, it's time for top two and hour two. Give me the old one top. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two... Pick your best two. In our two. All right, give me two, winning. All right, so we are going to run down a couple things we love and things we can't stop thinking about. Why don't you go first? Okay, what do you got? this is something that you have to get responsive on quickly, okay? <laughs> so there is the great northern coming mm-hmm. and i learned about this from stephanie march in her magazine oh, hey. all the events are getting promoted and talked about something that is part of the great northern is going to be the secret supper yes and they are announcing 
the Secret Supper today at 11 a.m. They're selling tickets. Correct. They're not... The ticket link goes on. You won't know on. where it is. Correct. <laughs> but at 11 o'clock today, after... So our show ends at 11, uh, today the 19th, they are announcing the tickets going on sale for the Great Northern Secret Supper. These are going to sell out, so this is your advance notice. The way to participate is you subscribe to the Secret Supper's website, and they're going to send, and you be the first to get access to when tickets go on sale. Yes. And this dinner will happen during the Great Northern, which is a 10-day festival of winter events. So this is my top, one of my tops, is I just wanted you to know. Yes. You can go right now, Secret Supper, subscribe to their website, and when the tickets go on sale... You will be in the loop, secretsupper.com. Yeah. And if you have the feed, you know, I had it linked up in the feed on Friday. So if you need like a direct link to it, just go to the feed post and then it's right at the bottom there. Yep. So that's, and it's on January 28th and it's, which is the day before my birthday. So if you guys, I'm probably going to go and we're going to have a big party. Yeah. So there you go. And it's an outdoor dinner to be clear. This is going to be an outdoor winter dinner. And it's going to be cool. Yeah. So there you go. I love that. That's, yeah, it's, I think it's dropping at 11. Yes. You said? Okay. 11 today. And I'm going to be out of town because I was going to do it, but I was like, okay. But so, you know, you're in the loop now, weekly dishers, but you got to subscribe. You got to do it. Sign up to get that email. We and don't even know how much it's going to cost. We don't know anything. We don't know anything. So we just know that we want you to know. To know about it. When it's in advance. Hey, I want to let you know that Shelly just sent me a note saying that she just logged on to Target to order the 22 quart roaster and they're sold out. Uh, that's okay. Try, <laughs> try Bed Bath & Beyond. Try Walmart. Try yeah. Kohl's. Kohl's Cash. Yeah. Walmart. That's what I'm going to say. Um, okay. So my first one is going to be last night. We had a fundraiser at for Greener Pastures. Remember Sarah was on with uh-huh, us last week? I do. Um, there was a wonderful amount of people showed up. And I just had a really great time meeting people who were excited about uh, about sustainable agriculture and storytelling with farmers and this, you know, really, really helping the small family farms become more important to us in, in the ways that we need them to. Um, but we were at Ladonia, Cerveceria, yep. and I just have to shout out, I had some really great beer. I, it's like, I don't, I feel like I have like went through my brewery phase and then I went away from it. And I feel like, what if I come back to that? You know? Yeah. Cause you're, know. you kind of, you've done the martini. I know. I've done the old fashioned. I mean, I'm not giving anything up. I'm just adding. We always expand. We never contract. <laughs> um, so I feel like, but I was just going to say they have a Mexican lager there. That was wonderful. Which one? It's just called, it's just their, it's called yeah. La Dona, I think. Um, but then they also had one called Silencio Bruno, which is Hello, hilarious, you yep. know, like we don't talk about Bruno. Um, and it was a, it was a, um, it was kind of a, oh gosh, it was like a Blondale, I think. Uh-huh. And it, oh no, it was a Pilsner. It was a Pilsner. Ooh, and it nice. was really great. I love their big mama IPA. And too. that was the other one the other guy got. And I was just like, it was, I, and here's the other thing. And you guys know how much I love a quesadilla. And I just, you can get quesadillas there. And I just thought, gosh, I could sit here and have a beer and a quesadilla, and that's all I need. It's a great little brewery. It's a great little spot. Yeah. So it's in Harrison, you guys. It's a little bit like uh, west of North Loop is how you want to think about it. Yep. So Near the my... iBobs location off of Glenwood. Oh, there's an iBobs over there? Yeah. The original. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Funny. The headquarters. Oh, yeah. Eh? Okay. All right. What's here, your second one? Are you ready, people? Uh-huh. If you are someone that plays Wordle... Ugh. Listen up. Okay. There is something called foodle. Oh, yeah. P H O O. I thought that was a fun thing. <laughs> no, I just found out about foodle. 
I'm obsessed. Okay. You can only play, you can play more than once a day, but they regulate how often you can play. Yeah. They'll be like, you can play again in two hours and 36 minutes. So whatever. But if you, it's food words. Yeah. And it's harder for me than Wordle. Oh, really? I don't know why. I don't know why, but that clarification of it has to be related to food. Because your mind can go anywhere with Wordle. It kind of trips me up. Yeah. Okay. So top two in hour two. If you're a Wordle fan, get on Foodle. All right. P-H-O-O-D-L-E. I love it. All right. So my second one is actually something that showed up at uh, <clears throat> Go Fabulous, which I did last Sunday, which was a ton of fun. And, you know, love you guys for showing up. For those of you who came and hung out, my voice is much better, obviously. Um, but one of the things that I grabbed and that I think is such a riot and is a good idea for a, a hostess gift for the feast or just for like the post feast. You guys are all hanging out. It was ramen Yahtzee. <laughs> they have Yahtzee, but it looks like a ramen cup of noodles. And it's like got themed little dice where they have like, you know, different ingredients on the dice. They also had a spam Yahtzee. And I was like, this is great. This is funny because I'm actually planning a hostess segment and I have bought games to yeah. put in the segment. Yeah. And that's a good hostess gift. It's a super good hostess because it's it's really benign. You know what I mean? And yep. it's not like when you get the hostess gift and you're like, oh, I, do we have to open this wine right now? Are you yep. expecting that? Or you're like, oh, you know, so I think that it's kind of fun because it's just like maybe we're going to play Yahtzee at the end of the meal. Yeah. You know, wouldn't that be a stitch? Or it's an invitation to come back and have a game night. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually have this on my list and I bought a couple of games that I think. And I might have to add that because I do like the idea of ramen Yahtzee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I have. So on Saturday, we have Friendsgiving game night. And so it's like the same couple families who we've always had over. And we and, you know, the kids and I and we all just we play games. You know, we play different like board games or like active games. And and what I love about it, it's a potluck. So it's like everybody brings the leftovers that they are kind of maybe don't want yeah. any more of. And then it's game They're night. sick of. And so I'm going to also maybe I'll raffle off the Yahtzee or something. All right, when we come back, we're talking desserts. No, we're talking stuffing. And desserts. Oh, okay. Both. (laughs) When we come back. Welcome back. We were talking about too much coffee just right there off the... (laughs) I I did a thing where I'm decorating cookies. The shaky hand is a real thing. Oh, I don't... No, I never have too much coffee in my body. No, I'm saying there's too many coffee makers for me to keep up. Oh, I have too much coffee in my body. But can I just say that yesterday, this was... And I apologize to the ladies who are after me on Fox 9, but um, basically, I had only five hours of sleep, maybe four hours of sleep, and I went on TV yesterday, and I grabbed this peak can of peak coffee that I get. It's Japanese coffee that I get at United Noodle. It's like three times the strength (laughs) I slammed it on my way driving to the station. I must have been talking a mile a minute. And I afterwards, I was like, oh, my God, you guys should really try this. This is quite amazing. And I just super love it. I have not had a buzz from coffee in probably 20 years. And I was super high from that coffee. Hilarious. I oh, I might it have was, to, like, find this segment was, just to watch it. I just was like, Grr! it was funny. That is funny. Yeah. Uh, okay. So... I was originally going to talk about stuffing yeah. and I'm going to put the link up that I have that is from Epicurious that has 39 stuffing recipes. But then as I was sitting and thinking about it, I thought, really, do you want 39 <laughs> stuffing recipes? Who cares? You probably make your mom's yeah. or yours or grandma, aunt Jeanette's, whoever's yeah. stuffing that you make. 
And like you probably only make stuffing once or twice a year. So when you make stuffing, you want it to be like the stuffing that is what you know, that feels good to you, that feels homemade to you. So is this the time to be experimenting with 39 different types of stuffing recipes? Probably not. You know how I also know this? Because we've done it. Yeah. We've put the sausage in the stuffing. We've put the gizzards. We've done all the things. And one year we had apricots and nuts. And my sister came to the Thanksgiving and she said, can't you just make like a regular stuffing? (sighs) And I felt that for her because I was like, yeah, again, next time I will. I'm sorry. I will just make the regular stuffing. What if you consider what we are? Remember last weekend we were talking about, you know, do you like traditional or do you want to go experimental? And you were saying how you feel like all the media right now is all about traditional. And it's like, that's how it rolls. I think on tables too. Like some days you get somewhere, you're like, I'm so bored of the regular stuff. And so you try to do something. Yes. And then it's like, "Eh, I really crave their traditional stuff. And your guests come and they're like, uh, yeah, I just would like my regular stuffing like our mom made. Why can't you just do that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to post these stuffing recipes, but I'm not going to spend a lot more time talking about them because really I don't want you to be creative with your stuffing. I want you to make your homey stuffing that the most people at your table are going to recognize as your mom's or yours or something that's going to feel nostalgic and traditional to you because let's face it. Yeah. This is like one of the first Thanksgivings where people are feeling even comfortable enough to get together. Right. And I want it to feel like that thing that you've missed for the last three years. Yeah. No, I think so, too. Okay. So with that said, um, I'm going to go ahead and get that traditional stuffing thing posted. I'm going to move on to the desserts. Okay, let's move on to the desserts. Because I think if you guys want to call in 651-641-1071, we're taking your calls all show. I think desserts are the place of creativity. Okay. Because people want like, you know, you want your pumpkin pie, you want your pecan pie, but there's always room for one other thing. Right. Or there's room for like, you're going to make the traditional thing and then the newer thing. Okay. So if you are looking for a good dessert idea, and it comes from Ina Garten, but the pumpkin roulade that she does with the ginger butter cream. Yeah, that's... That's a rolled up log. Yeah. It's real good. It's like a bouche de Noël, but it's pumpkin. And it's just good. Yeah. It's tasty. It is a little harder to make because you have to roll the warm cake with the filling. It's not for novice people. No, this is a higher level bakery project. But it's real good. So there's that. Also, um, I have a whole list of desserts that are from my website that are things I've made over the last couple of years, four or five years since I've been doing this um, Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving. So... We talked about, I've got the best pie crust recipe, and we did the cooking a pie class. Yeah. And the secret is a little vodka. I'm just going to say it. It could be gin. It could be tequila. It could be rum. That white liquor that burns off, and it gives you the ability to work with the dough in a way that works, but then it burns off, so it's not going to give you a soggy crust. Okay. Um, Have you heard of the cream cheese trick with pie crust? Sure. Yeah. Yep. And also the cream cheese chick, chick, the chick trick works with mashed potatoes. So you put a little cream cheese in your mash and it allows them to hold and set up in a way that's a little bit creamier and keeps them from getting too stodgy is the great British bake-off word of the of life. Stodgy. Um, a slow cooker apple crisp. If you want to make like something different, 
and you don't have oven space, mm-hmm. go for the slow cooker. You can make a delicious apple crisp in there. You could serve it with a little cinnamon ice cream. This would be maybe for people that don't love the pumpkin pie. Yeah. I love pumpkin pie, and I'm going to make a pumpkin pie, and I don't care if I'm the only person that eats it. I make it once a year. Yep. My sister's like, can you make something that's not pumpkin pie? Like, me and the kids don't like it. I get that. So yeah. I'm going to so make gonna something. do something else. You mm-hmm. can do, again, people, let's expand. Let's never contract. How about a fruit buckle? You can fruit buckle. The, a fruit buckle <laughs> with, like, apples on top or pear. Mm-hmm. You know, delicious. Mm-hmm. Something just completely yeah. different. We've talked about bun cakes, like a spiced bun cake with an apple compote. I made that and then topped it with this bourbon toffee sauce that was incredible. Good. Uh, salted caramel apple bars. These yes, are just like those are your favorite, and those have those have really worked hard this this uh, yeah. this fall, and that's great. And they're easy. They're easy. And you can serve it with a cup of coffee, and it's for that person that just wants a little bite but doesn't want a whole piece of pie. Okay, so, we have a caller. We have Charlotte. Yeah, she has hi a, Charlotte. She has a stuffing hot take. She wants to give oh. us Charlotte. I'm here for your stuffing hot take. What do you okay. got? Okay, I have a heretical hot take about <laughs> stuffing. Um, that's actually become a tradition in our family. For the past five years, my son has made the stuffing with White Castle sliders. Oh, yes. It is, it, you know, it takes a little convincing. I bet it's great. It's great. It's, you know, you have to obviously get the kind without pickles or cheese or anything like that. But, yeah, it's it's wonderful. And at first, people kind of turn up their noses and go, really? Sliders? Oh, but How many, is it all sliders or is it some sliders and some other breads? No, no, no. It's all sliders, celery, spices, yep. and stock. I bet it's good. Yeah. it. You know, it really is. And talk about weird traditions. I like that, though. I like the nostalgia factor of your family, like, all being in on the joke and doing something weird. It, it is definitely weird. It takes a crave case, but it makes everybody happy. Yeah, no, this is, this is, there are many recipes for the White Castle stuffing online because it is a thing. It's like the Washington Post has one, a recipe for God's sakes. But it's like, it's that good. Mm-hmm. It's that good. I believe it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I believe it. And I do you buy it. them frozen? Because you can buy the White Castles frozen in the grocer's freezer. Yeah. You yeah. Could. You know. You know. We make it the day before. Yeah. And we buy a crave case fresh. Yeah. And it, I would it's do that. Like a I, oh, you said a crave case, and yeah. I didn't know what oh, that yeah. was. But uh-huh. that's like the it's dollar 30. menu or the lingo. It's thirty burgers. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. A crave Love case. It. All right, Charlotte. Thank you so much for that. Okay. We have Jeannie on the line who has a who has a comment or question, Jeannie. Hi, I have a son-in-law that is gluten-free, and I am not a great baker, but I need something to make that's for gluten-free. Okay, like a dessert. Yes. Okay. Um... Okay, good. You have one? Or... Uh, you start first because well, you seem like think, you got an idea. I think that if you do something really simple, like you could easily do... Okay, so like the ramekins. If you have ramekins, I would just do sort of an apple... And you could do an apple crisp because if you do like the whole apples with cinnamon and butter into the and ramekin and then you top it with like oatmeal, brown sugar and butter. Like that's oatmeal is not gluten is free. free. That sounds wonderful. I know. And it's so easy. Also you put guys. the pumpkin pie filling in a ramekin. Yes. Skip the crust all together. Skip the crust all together and just do little cute ones. Oh, that is so simple. I know. And they're really good. It's really good. Yeah, it is really good. I've just made the pumpkin for myself one day just to eat it. Yeah, just do that and don't put it in a crust. Put it in a little ramekin, a little uh, whipped cream, and you're good. Okay, you guys, oh, we're going to take a- great ideas. Thank you. You Thanks, bet. Annie. We have Carol and I. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. We are in the pre-feast show. We're brought to you by Knob Creek today, and hopefully you guys are having some 
bourbon cocktails that I could or Maker's Mark or Maker's Mark. I've got my little red label, you know. And by the way, they have some great cocktail recipes. Oh, they have a ton of great ones. Yeah, they have a ton of really good ones. Hey, I want to get to Carol because she's been hanging on. Hi, Carol. Carol, what can we do for you today? Yeah, you know, you guys have been talking about desserts and. My family, you know, we are not pumpkin people at right. all. And right. so even though we have a very traditional Thanksgiving dinner, we have a jello no-bake cheesecake for dessert. Yum. And it's no work, and everybody likes it, and it just feels right. Yeah, I yum. love that. Way to go to put that one out there, because that is a truly, and it saves you oven space. It's easy, and people love it. You are 100% correct. Thank you. Well done, Carol. I have okay, a blueberry no-bake cheesecake That's a really in good idea. the True North Cabin cookbook that you could easily like do a layer of, you know, cooked apples yeah. or something that's a little more autumnal. Yes, totally. Oh my god, I yeah. love this idea. Yeah, you just put graham crackers down and you whip up a cream cheese and cream and whipped cream and put it all together and let it sit. My god. Why not? Why not? Um, hey, I wanted to talk a little bit about the thing that vexes me the most during Thanksgiving is timing. I- I was going to say, it's not the gravy, or is gravy. gravy part of we it? We all know that I have vexing issues with gravy. Right. If you've been listening Everybody at all does. over the last 15 years, you know that I have, I'm vexed by gravy. Um, but it is really timing. I think that's the thing that everybody worries about, and that's like that's idea of this, of this no-bake thing, because you're like, it's about oven space, it's about, yeah. how, it's about temperature gauging, because like, you're like, well, I have space in the oven, but this has to be in at 400 and this has to be in at 300. Mm-hmm. And so making that plan and like thinking about your matrix of like temps and times, that that is literally what helps me the most. Is this knowing. why you make your instant pot gravy the day before. Yeah. yeah. And then you put it in a slow cooker on low. If then you have. you have your instant pot free for your mashed potatoes. Right. That stay hot. Then you're just dealing with your turkey. Yep. You're dealing with your dressing. Whatever your side is and getting your rolls and your stuff to the table. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, I think anything that you can do that Wednesday to pre game to get ready is great. I found this little tip that I was sort of just astounded by that. Why is why have we not done this? But make ahead brown butter is this woman's. She says it's it's her Thanksgiving secret weapon. She does a whole bunch of brown butter and then she puts it in ice cube trays and freezes it. Huh. And it works. And like then, it. And then you drop it into your thing, whatever yeah. you need. And I was like, "That. what if we just had bread butter in the freezer the whole time? I think that's a great idea. Isn't that amazing? Also, you guys always get an extra thing of stock. Always. Because it will help loosen up your dressing. It will be used in your gravy. If your mashed have, potatoes are yep. clumpy, you can save them. I have many. Uh, yeah, I have stock. And I also have um, extra, like at least a pint of cream. Like at oh, least yes. one pint or two of cream that I I'm always like, have a pint of cream in my refrigerator though. But I an extra that's one. A staple. Like that's another like I like I've budgeted for this many and then I'm like, and I'm gonna get another sure. one. Because you never know. And also if something goes wrong, you can always just whip a bunch of cream and make whipped cream and throw something in on top of something and, and then how it's about good. turkey tetrazzini the next day? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's also cream. Good. Cream. And more like heating up your potatoes. Cream. cream. <laughs> <laughs> I do really love that. Um uh, what do you, as far as like, um, I'm, I have a good turkey tetrazzini recipe. I'm going to put that up. I forgot okay, about yeah. it. Wait till, ne- wait till the Saturday after. Oh, you're right. You're wait right. till the Saturday after. Now next, uh, so the Thanksgiving Saturday, I know that Ellie Johnson, my daughter is going to come and be on the show with us. Do we know who your person is from no, your, we have not decided. Okay. We have not. We're going to have a family show. We're going to calculate the wins, calculate the losses. Yes. 
Um, uh, but okay. So here's the thing with timing too. I want to ask you these questions. Are you, so as far as like when you're doing like the feet, when you're doing like the bird and stuff, everyone thinks like this is going to have to take hours and hours and hours. Mm -hmm. Just remember like you, you're Thanksgiving Turkey. I remember the day that I realized I don't have to pull it out of the oven, cut it and serve it. Like that to me was a moment of like, wait a minute, why do I keep trying to do that? Like have that be like hot out of the oven to the table. Right. I think I blame Norman Rockwell for that damn, you know, painting. And I think that truly it is about like, think about the fact that your bird can be room temp. Like, or you know what I mean? Like you can roast it and it can sit tented and it's still pretty warm. Yeah. And if you're going to carve it, you can slip that back in the oven, you know, with a foil cover to keep it moist and like warm it up sliced and if the gravy has been in the instant pot or in the slow cooker it's warm That's gonna it's heat hot, it up. so it heats it up when yeah. you serve it on you're the- probably gonna put something on it mm-hmm. yeah so for me like having that knowledge that, I, that like i didn't have to battle those because then i was like well but my sides there's some sides i would rather have be hot yeah than necessarily the turkey and so that became a thing that i kind of got freed from hey i we have a call from sure. angela angela is on the line angela you have some tips or tricks for us yes I every year we do our we do the whole meal ahead of time. We either smoke the turkey or cook the turkey ahead of time, like on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, slice it off the bone, put it in a glass cake pan, put juice over it. You know the gravy or not gravy, but you know the liquid from the turkey. Cover it with foil. Same with the wild rice dressing. Same with the bread stuffing. The potatoes. Sometimes we do the day of, but the sweet potatoes. Everything ahead of time, put them all in glass cake pans, cover them with foil, throw them all in the oven at 350 for about an hour to heat up. Your kitchen is clean because you don't have the turkey carcass all over the place, yeah. the mashed potatoes. It's a win-win. It's wonderful. I think for people that love that convenience, that is an awesome idea. Especially if you have like a, a kitchen that, you know, or like a smaller space and you know that people are going to be milling about. I really do love that aspect of it. It's also well, good for... Go Go into the kitchen after dinner, and it's not a mess from top to bottom. You're so exhausted. That's my favorite part. But you can just sit down, have a glass of wine, and visit with your guests. That's my favorite part, though. Yeah, no. my favorite part is the kitchen is a mess. There's crap everywhere, and I my guests have just left, and I've accomplished the meal, and I like pour myself a something, and I look around and I feel happy taste, that yeah, I that you did it. entertained my family. My thing is letting the uh, the children pay their rent, as per se, which is that happens after, you know, after like I sit down and the, if I sit down and we're eating, I don't get up until way later. Yeah. <laughs> and then they pay the rent by clearing dishes and I doing like that stuff. And they feel good about it, too, because, you know, it's sort of like that's what they contribute. Yeah, it is. But thanks, Angela. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Also, if you were having like an open house, that's yeah. a good way to kind of handle that because you don't know when people are coming, right? And going, and so you well, could just had, keep popping things back in the oven. We had a we had a caller last weekend, right? When or somebody who came who said she was doing an open house, and I do think there's something to say about you know having people kind of in and out at their yep. timing. If you have a lot of people, instead of making it a huge sit down dinner. I think that's wonderful too. And wouldn't you just, I just do love like, a table and turkey sandwiches could be good for a open house. Yeah. Like skip the roast turkey and right. just do big turkey that's sandwiches. What she was doing. And yeah, that might be, I see, but I'm like, I still need to, because I never, you never have like feast. Yeah. And for me, I need to have the feast, but me I too. do, I do think timing as far as like thinking about, think about like when your bird needs to go in and all this stuff and think about like things you can hold cold. Now, of course the best thing, the best part about the weather that we are having right now is your spare fridge. Except 
my friend had her turkey in her freezer and she's cooking it this weekend. And I was like, friend, well, yeah. it's in the garage. There's time. No, there's- I'm like, get your turkey out of the garage. It's freezing out. But it's there. She still has time. She's got four days. She's cooking Five it days. on Sunday. Wait, tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, so I was like, Jeez. get well, your turkey different. out of the garage. It's yeah. too cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get well, it into the refrigerator. If you have it in a cooler in the garage, it's okay. My garage is 42 degrees. So my garage yeah. is like a fridge, no. not a freezer. You just, you, I'm but telling you, you to be this sure. is going to be the number one fail. Yeah, no, you just have to be sure that you know where your bird's Temperature freeze is level is. And what you're doing. Right, very true. Get it out early enough. It's... Everybody's too freaked out about like I'm gonna get sick from the. Yeah. Hood. You're we too freaked those, out. We cook those things so long. Yeah, too, and so. just get your turkey to in your refrigerator to come up to temp. And so people are picking up their turkeys on Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, before the feast, I'm picking mine up on Wednesday morning. Okay. And so I'm gonna because I'm gonna immediately get those legs into the mix to go the confit, and then I'm gonna immediately dry brine the breasts, yep. and then let those sit in the garage and sit on top of my car. Yep. You know, and that's like don't drive off with them. I, I could shan't. see doing that. I They'll be sitting right on the lid, so I can see them. But there's always I love the fact of when I have to shuttle things out to my car. My garage is attached to my kitchen, so like when I have to like shuttle things you from like the kitchen, fridge. I have not only an extra. It's like a basically it's like a walking cooler. It basically is like my pre walking. You know, and I like I have like metro shelving just like they do in walk-ins in okay that's hilarious in, yeah. in restaurants and i basically rack up everything i have a three season porch a four that's season porch so i have the and you guys my mom this was like minnesota winter woo more freezer space yeah no kidding no <laughs> kidding we had a, a second level porch that didn't have stairs that so no one could get on there you no. had you ex- entered it from the family room yeah and that was where that's our freezer i mean that's it yeah, all it. the soups, all the stuff. Yeah, no, and so I just think, you know, I just think uh, one thing I want to just say is like that I that is really the ethos for timing, and you can look it up all the tips and tricks, and you know, I'm cleaning my house this week, like today and tomorrow. Me I'm going to do like a total scrub of the house, so I don't have to think about the house. Yes, not going to think about dust bunnies or floors. Whatever exists after today is what it is. Um, but I want you to think about the, one of the things that my kids kind of always used to laugh at me because I would get so stressed. There'd be like a moment or two where I'd be like hyperventilating because I was like, it's not going to all come together. It's always come together. And even if it doesn't at the right exact moment, if we're a little bit drunk when we sit down, because I'm like, got to keep drinking guys. We got another half hour on the, whatever it still doesn't matter. It's still good. And you can always just eat the bread. I mean, and if, if, <laughs> and the, if like and the, the sweet dessert. potatoes don't come to the table, no one's going to know but you. No. You know what and I mean? And if the turkey's not done, it's well, that, okay. don't serve just it. Just <laughs> don't eat it. Just eat pizza just keep or it the bread and start or the with the sides. And send everyone home with take-home containers. Yeah, that's it. So there you go. That's, our, that's the blessing that we want to give you guys is just remember, whatever you do for your feast, it's going to be good. And it's fun. And even if You're it's not good, family. it's a great story for we the next year. We all get together, year. and yes, it is a story. All right, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to wrap up the show. Again, you can still call in 651-641-1071 if you have any lingering questions or comments. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us on the pre-feast show. We are uh, still here to take any calls that you might have. 651-641-1071.
Can we I still haven't revolved. We haven't resolved the carrot situation, though. No, from the beginning of the show, we haven't. I tried to give you an idea that's in the True North Cabin Cookbook that yeah. you can get when you're at the general store at Minnetonka oh, today shit. from twelve to two. Because I'm going to be there. Shameless plug. <laughs> Although the general store of Minnetonka, such a great like holiday gift place, such a great place for seasonal things. Super cute stocking stuffers. I'm actually really excited to do stocking stuffer things. Yeah. Um. Next. Uh. So that's the general store. Today, 12 to 2. Yeah. Next Friday, Certix, 11.25, 4 to 6, book signing. And we're doing a cocktail tasting with Gamel Ode because I have an Aqua V Gimlet in my book. So that's going to be fun. And then next Saturday, Williams-Sonoma, Edina, 12 to 2. I'm going to leave the radio show here and head out to Williams-Sonoma and do a book signing there. Okay. I like that. And one other thing, as long as I'm promoting myself. Since this is your show. <laughs> I'm sorry, did we transition to the True North Cabin Cookbook uh, show? We did, we did. There are still tickets to the 1129 Lexington dinner where Chef Nick O'Leary is going to be making four courses from my book. He's going to do a pork shoulder with potato dumplings, an apple pie, a pea soup shooter, a lake trout spread, and Ooh, uh, I, I think he's doing a Brussels sprout, too. Oh, no, it's a wild rice salad. But all of these things will be from the cookbook. We'll talk about the book. We'll have some laughs. Everyone that gets a ticket, Ooh. you can get it at thelexmn.com. You all get a book that comes with it. I can sign it there. You can gift it or you can donate it. I'll be happy to make a donation in your name. Make sure that you come. Okay, we got a caller. Sure. We got. Is it Margaret? We got Margaret on the line. Hi, Margaret. What's going on, Margaret? Oh. Hi, guys. Say, you know, I'm coming in late, so you might have already hit on this topic, but um, it's just my daughter and me this year, and I've got a small breast and two thighs, and I'm thinking I can just do that in the slow cooker and not do the whole oven thing. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Something, do you guys add stock when you're cooking it? Yeah, you need to add stock to whatever you're putting in a slow cooker. Yeah, because I wouldn't want it to just like crisp up like it's not going to crisp in a slow cooker. Yeah, you, you know that. Like you're not going to get that brown skin in a slow cooker, though. Just to be clear. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I don't need it anyway. Yeah, yeah I don't either. I don't gonna... even like. We are not about the brown skin piece of it, and well, so I'm like, eh. that's not true. That neck flap with the dressing stuck on it that gets real brown. And don't black, ever do it. That's basically what I eat for Thanksgiving. I know you do, and I, <laughs> I never eat the do. Neck oh. flap. Gross. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're thanks, good. Okay, thanks, guys. All right, I love it. Yeah, okay. The neck flap. That's my favorite part. Do you know what I'm talking about? I sure do. It's like it gets all weird and flat. Yeah. Because it like caves in a little bit. Yeah, and then there's that like hunk of dressing stuck to the back of it. You're not getting any crisp No, no, no. And that's why I'm not slow cooking a turkey. Right. But people can and should and do it another time. Sure, if you're not going to do it at Thanksgiving. Like, it's delicious. Mm -hmm. I just want the crusty burned neck flap <laughs> i don't know how to i don't know how to deal with that um i have to tell you so joe says that we are gonna i think we're gonna do the wellington the carrot and leek wellington so it's gonna have a little goat cheese Yum. in there and do carrot and then i'll do the hipster carrot so it'll be multicolored with carrots and leeks in there so there'll be a vegetarian side but it'll be wrapped in puff pastry Yum! I think that's a good idea. We've never done anything like that looking forward to it it sounds like a great vegetarian side Yeah, i feel like thyme i'm gonna think it's like thyme because i'm gonna sage with the squash so thyme Carrots, leeks, goat cheese. Yum. In there. Real sounds real good. That's what I think we're going for. Maybe add a mushroom. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to decide. Because I know Wellingtons usually have like mm-hmm. a mushroom situation. I don't know. Harkin. It kind of takes it a little bit in a different direction for me. Yep. 
I don't know. I gotta okay. think about it. All right. I gotta think about she's it. She's moving back and forth. I am. She's swaying I'm as swaying she's back as and I forth. Back and it. forth. Um Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, what else is, so we are having another show. Normally this would be the time where we talk about what else you could do next weekend, but we're going to have a show. So we are going to have a show next weekend, Black Friday. Yeah. Okay. So I did research a bunch of Black Friday deals that are coming and I wrote something and I, you didn't have it. I didn't, I didn't post it. So I'm going to post it, um, probably tomorrow. So if you're looking for kitchen things or good deals on knife sets, good deals on appliances. Are you shopping on Friday? Are you shopping on Friday? Maybe. I'm driving home from Wisconsin and then I'm going to Certix for an event. So most of my Black Friday shopping is going to be on Saturday after my Galleria thing. Okay. But yeah, there is, um, and all the Black Friday deals are up. Like there's no, they're going to have other ones just for those specific days. But for the most part, Here's the here's my one sentence on Black Friday. Okay. Ready? One word. Well, I mean, it's not it's really the Black not Friday our... of your. No, and that's I'm okay with that. Quite Inflation, honestly, fuel costs, the deals are not super dealy. Yeah. Even like remember the year where you could get the instant pot for but, fifty bucks but and quite the honestly, air fryer deals. Most people are shopping online, so they're not going out on Black Friday, and a lot of people don't want to work. On Black Friday, which I get it. Yes. Like, they want their vacation, too. And, and or... it's more so that the deals aren't that steep. Yeah. Like, most things are 35%, and the things that are 50% are free. Yeah. They're kind of lame. Okay, we have Sharon on the line. Sharon, you have a question about brining turkey? Yeah, or a comment? Sharon? Hi, Sharon. I had a brine turkey, and I couldn't get any dra- gravy made from it. Is there a the problem with the brine turkey? Well, did you did you buy it brined? Is that the deal? Yeah. It might be. They might have over-salted it. You know what I mean? I don't know. You don't get a lot of juice from that. Because so. if it's pre... it kind of, Because what the salt does is it holds the juices into the breast. Like that's... Or into the bird meat itself. That's what a salt does. It's supposed to contract the juices. So sometimes overly brined, you may not get as much out of it. Okay. Okay. And you never know what you're going to get. Right. No. It depends on what kind of bird and who's done the brining and like how long it's been brining and all that kind of stuff. But if you have butter and you have stock yeah. and you have a slurry, you can make a gravy anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank yeah. you. Just you, you need bet. to have a little bit of flavorful stock. I think I think I think gravy is like such a hard. It is. It's hard it is, for people. It is. It is a hard thing because it's it's that also as far as the timing goes. When yeah. does it land? This is why the instant pot gravy. I swear to God, it is a game changer. Do you have it on your site? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Right. It's in. I'll I'll post it. It is. Yeah, you can put it on the Facebook page just yeah, so that people it's amazing. have it. Because that seems to be like the thing that. That seems to be we've that is probably the most call that we've had today. Yeah, because you're panicking, you're standing at the the stove, you're trying to figure out how you're going to do their gravy. Yeah. Um yeah, and you can make all of it in advance and yeah. All right, I love that. Um it changed my life last year. Did it really? Yeah, it really did. And now this year everyone's like, are you going to do the instant pot gravy? Cuz nobody wants to stand at the at the counter doing the gravy. Okay, we have a we have a call from Chris and this is a very hot topic this year it seems like. And I'm kind of interested to see if this is what the the question is. Chris, you have a question about mayo on turkey. Is that <laughs> okay, it? Okay, so a friend of mine and I were talking about this, and we, we usually kind of kill the Thanksgiving dinner and don't have a problem with how the turkeys come out all these years, but we're kind of intrigued with this mayonnaise recipe we're seeing everywhere. What are your thoughts? 
my thoughts are, I did this one year. I did do the mayo, and they're all like, oh, it's going to be the best, you know, skin. skin and, like, you put skin. it under the skin, and it's going to make the bird moist. It was the most chemical, weird-tasting thing that we've ever eaten. Like, I don't know what. And I just use Hellman's. It's not like I was using anything crazy. But it, huh. it was, it. I don't know if it's, like, the smoke point, and maybe my oven was too hot, or it was too close, or it was too big of a bird, so it was close to the element. But it had a smoke there was something about it that the, the that the high heat turned it into something weird tasting for my bird. Because so. they do want you to put it in for like an hour at like four fifty. Yeah, that's so what that's I'm saying. Right, that four fifty right? is hot. Yeah, that's hot. This, this I know. seems kind of reckless. I know. I I don't know. Everyone's talking about it, and I feel like it's one of those like it's almost like a like a TikTok moment where everyone's like, "Oh, I'm going to do this" because everyone's doing it. But and I go for it if you want, people. But I'm just saying, I would love for you to report back if you did do it, if it was successful. Maybe I did something well, wrong. I don't but, know if I, I I love you guys, but I don't know if I love you this much to ruin Thanksgiving. I know exactly. Yeah. But exactly. here's what I will say: come back and try it on roast chicken later. Oh yeah, because it right. is good on a roast chicken. Really? But I think right. maybe it's the size of the bird and the chicken's smaller, and you because can. I would think it would affect your gravy too. Yeah, that's the thing. Yes, it, does. it does. It's gonna do it. All right. Okay. Good luck, Chris. I'm so glad I called. Okay. Don't do it. I Don't think do it. is the moral of the story. <laughs> All right. Sorry, you guys. We didn't get to answer more carrots and things about hostess gifts, but there we'll, it is. we'll coming up. We're going to do hostess gifts in the next couple weeks. Okay. Everybody, good luck. Good luck next week, you guys. Let us know. Text us. We'll ciao, be ciao. checking it out.